Welcome back, pop culture fans, to a brand new podcast for Quality Check Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me as always across the internet, entering into a new month, is Drew Douglas. Still no screaming for your introduction. I'm waiting. I am holding back, especially because my allergies have decided to blow up a little bit. Blame it on the allergies. I am a little upset because I've been outside. I've been biking. I've been doing a lot of work. But this past weekend, I actually had to go out of town. It was a very short trip uh, for a wedding. And for some reason, and I do not understand this, it always blows my mind. Because at one time, you know, I lived about two and a half hours away from where uh, I live now, where you used to live. Two and a half hours and the seasonal allergies were different. Same situation for this. I actually have summertime allergies um, for the part of the region where I went. And it's so strange because I was not expecting that. So now I've got like, you know, that little tickle in your throat and it's just annoying. And I know you talked- It's it's the worst. And you've talked about having a cough that's lingering, you know, um, from being sick. And that's just, it's like the coughing's the worst. It's annoying. It's it's just annoying to be uh, resting peacefully in bed and then it just erupts. Oh, you know, and then I wake my wife up or vice versa. And that's just annoying, too. (laughs) This is, uh, yeah, we're finally, I would say, over the hill of COVID for myself, at least. That's good. That's really good. It was about, I would say, nine days it took before I felt pretty good. And then this, it's been about two weeks and I still have a lingering cough. But. I feel so much better that I guess I shouldn't complain. Well, I'm glad that, especially with the side effects, sometimes I can just be, you know, long lasting. I've talked to someone else recently where the long hauler, she's now a long hauler. And her cough is so bad. It sounds like she's got pneumonia. Mm, That's scary. It is. But... I digress. Enough of sickness. We don't need to talk about sadness. Yeah. We've got plenty of good summertime Lana Del Rey fans out there. Not summertime sadness. We got summertime happiness because we are hitting you with two big things today. First and foremost, we are doing July pickums. As I mentioned at the top, we're entering into a new month. So we've got to talk about the things coming out for the month of July that we're excited to share with you. And second, we are going to have a new Rotten Tomatoes game edition. We're, we're entering into not only with summertime, we've been here for a little while now, but uh, that means we've got a slew of new movies coming out. I got to ask, are you excited for this list that we're going to be talking about? Overall, I won't say what movies we'll talk about, but are you excited for the what's on the list for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This isn't like June, which I feel like was loaded. Yeah. I feel, you know, we're doing our Rotten Tomatoes, or not, we're doing our pop culture picks, and I don't know if I overlooked a lot of stuff. I Mine are pretty basic. Mine are, my, I would say that mine are pretty, how can I say this? Um, predictable. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel too. Every single one. I feel like you, if I gave you just 30 seconds, you could pick all three that I picked. Yeah. And that's where, honestly, for myself, yeah. I, and like I was going through and I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then um, with having, uh, I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited about these things. But at the same time, I'm like, huh, that doesn't really seem like I'm reaching into the bag for anything too obscure so we didn't do june for various reasons which we talked about in the last episode but june was like loaded with big things and then some smaller things that i think have really turned out very well like the hulu show the bear which i mentioned i'm halfway through it at this point a little over halfway and do that show so good i haven't watched it like i i'm not i've not seen it but it is um I've been I've been curious about it, especially since I know that you were really hyped for it. And it's got the the story, as I, I mentioned, it's this really good chef that moves back to Chicago after his brother commits suicide, and who they have playing his brother, who's not in it a lot. Um, he's not the focus of the show, 
But when you eventually do get to meet this character, it's played by an actor that I think you'll be very happy with uh, mm-hmm. if you were to watch it. It's, <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes total sense. And it also is a, just a great piece of casting. So, Well, that honestly, it seems like it, it, it does seem like a kind of a genre bending type show, to be honest, where you, you yeah, it's you have like it's kind of dramatic, but it's mostly fun but also based in, you know, having to deal with, for example, the death in the family, stuff like that seems very serious. But mm-hmm. um, And how do you manage a, a restaurant that you inherit that is in debt and mm-hmm. you're struggling to, you know, take control over people that you have no connection to and they had connection to his brother. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just really well put together. It's shot really well. So that's, I mean, that's just the kind of stuff that was... I feel like available last month that I, I'm sure I'm overlooking a lot of things, but if we want to get right into it. Yeah. I feel like an idiot with some of these, but <laughs> I couldn't, I struggled a little bit. Uh, my number three, it's the new Russo Brothers movie starring Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, Billy Bob Thornton, and Ryan Gosling. It's called The Gray Man. It's in limited theater theaters on July 15th. It's on Netflix July 22nd. And I got to say, it's great to see Ryan Gosling again. He's not starred in anything since 2018's First Man. That's a long time. Wow. I think he was enjoying family life. Uh, This movie, the plot sounds pretty generic, like all three of my picks. It's a mercenary becomes hunted after he uncovers dark agency secrets. (laughs) That sounds pretty basic, but I love the cast. And the trailer for this is actually really cool. I didn't expect much when I hit play because Netflix. I don't yeah. have high expectations for 98% of the stuff that they crank out. But this looks like a good, solid two-hour action movie. Honestly, this does look like a lot of fun. And that's another reason why that's also my number three pick. Mm, nice. <laughs> no joke. I hope, we, I hope we have all... I mean, th- if there's ever a month or we could have all three of the same things, unless you do one that I think you might do, I think we could have all three the exact same. Yeah, that's honestly what I was expecting as well. But, um, I mean, you, you, you touched on with the gray man the exact same reason why I also am getting excited. It's been a while since we've seen the Gosling and I've just freaking love him. I've been wanting uh, to watch, go back and watch some of his movies again. I did watch uh, the crazy, crazy, stupid love with my girlfriend not too long ago. And she hated it. She was like, mm-hmm. it's terrible. <laughs> I haven't seen it since theaters. And I think I went on a date to see that. And I obviously couldn't have gone that great if I don't really remember. Uh, I don't have fond memories of that movie necessarily. Yeah, it's okay. I know when it came out, I kept hearing po- a lot of positive things, but it's okay. Is, is Emma Stone in that one? Yes. Or am I... Okay. I remember, obviously, Steve Carell and, and Ryan Gosling uh, shirtless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't really thought about that movie very much. He looks great in this, too. That guy's been... He's been keeping at it. And And we've got the photo of him coming out of being in Barbie, where he's Ken... That looks yeah. really good. I I uh, I don't know. I'm sure that's going to be better than we expect. I got to be honest. I bet it will. I really think that movie is going to be, um, I'm not going to say next level, but I think it's going to blow our minds and we'll be there for it. But blow our minds. That's, that's even higher than next level. You just like stepped above it. I, there's something about it. I do feel like it's going to enter into this weird pop culture, just like, phenomena where it's just going to become something else and we're confused about why it became that but we also love it for that reason i don't know but i will say not to divert even more i i'm hoping the gray man surprises us it looks like it could be a lot of fun i'm also worried about it like you said main reason being netflix yeah but the russo brothers they have i think they have more style than people give them true credit for and i still haven't watched cherry yeah for whatever reason i really have no interest but i i would like to actually watch that before this because i've seen i think everything they've done yeah well me too outside of watching the various episodes 
of arrested development that I haven't watched because I've only seen a handful of those. Uh, I was, like even Yumi and Dupree. Did you ever yeah. see that movie? <laughs> it was like, I remember seeing that. And then obviously at the time had no idea who the Russo brothers really were. But yeah, what's your, what are you most excited for with this? Um, well, it being honestly Ryan Gosling's back, but it's him versus Chris Evans. I love that idea. It's kind of like a throwback film, like a throwback 80s, 90s action film that I think could be a lot of fun. And I also really enjoyed Extraction. I, I really think that movie is an underrated action movie on Netflix. Um, Russo Brothers uh, te- reteamed with uh, Chris Hemsworth. And I know it's not great, but I actually, I've thought about returning to that movie multiple times where I'm like, I may just put it on in the background or maybe sit down, something like that. Um, I haven't. But I'm a, I'm hoping that the gray man is something like that, or maybe it's really good, and I just keep wanting to return to it. Yeah, I'm excited to see those two together. I feel like they'll have a good banter. Uh, Evans has a good trash stash. <laughs> oh yeah, and he just looks like he's gonna be a fun prick that is just like a total turd, but we're really just entertained by whatever he's yeah. gonna do. Um, and then also, like you said, with the Russo brothers. I want us to be entertained by what they are going to give us. I do, like you said, I think they've got a little bit of, um, of especially with their action scenes. I think they do uh, action pretty well. So uh, same as you, I'm not seeing Cherry. I've thought about it. Um, I can't decide if I want to see it or not, but uh, this movie is something I definitely want to see. I would I would consider seeing this in the theater, but oh no, I, I totally would. If this is uh, at a Regal and I can use my Regal pass, I that's it for, for sure. We'll be seeing this before it hits theaters or uh, streaming. Good lord, <laughs> <laughs> your uh, your your mind's uh, been gray manned. I got the I got the brave brain fog or whatever that COVID oh, brain yeah. fog thing is. <laughs> uh, I should say not to sidetrack, not to deviate, not to uh, derail us because we often do that. Oh. I did watch Spiderhead this past weekend. Oh, and what do you think? Netflix, Hemsworth, I it was okay. Okay oh. at best. I didn't it was so predictable. Hemsworth uh super entertaining and that was that was about it. I feel I felt like I was like five steps ahead of everything that happened. Yeah. The whole concept itself was just very limited to what they could do and mm-hmm. I I by the end of it I was just like I, I know it's going to happen, and it happened. Wasn't super into it. I felt the same that it was predictable. I thought that the main thing was Hemi chewing the scenes. He uh, Now, that's the other thing. Is it his best? Well, that's what I was going to mention, and I'm seeing that in headlines, and it's hard for me to say that when the movie itself is just okay. Mm. I feel like you you can be great, but unless you're elevating just okay material to the point where I'm like, I, I enjoyed the crap out of it because he was so good in it. I, I, it just didn't hit that level for me. Yeah. But he's, he was, I mean, I'm not trying to knock on him. He was very entertaining. Uh, but maybe, you know what? And we talked on the last episode. I feel like you hinted I was going to get some Hemsworth, you know, shirtless and didn't happen. The closest, and I was thinking it was going to happen. We got him semi shirtless with uh, when he had the, um, and I don't want to spoil it in case someone uh, hasn't seen it yet. But when he's got his shirt lifted and he's got his assistant, you know, working on his <laughs> yeah. back, we so it's kind of a little bit there, a little, a little tease. And I, you know, he's on a he's on a spin bike at one point, and I was like, oh, he's oh, yeah. he's going to be working, he's going to be grinding here, and then he didn't do it. I will say though. He looks great. Everything he wore in that was fantastic. But yeah. as a man who frequently wears glasses, I was like, man, I wouldn't mind a pair of glasses like he wore in that movie. Those are dope, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, like you said, his fashion was great. And um, I also love, um, too, his freaking dancing. Like I brought up before, <laughs> when he, it reminded me of Bad Times at El Royale when he's dancing and he's in there just like strutting stuff. That was like, the most entertaining thing in the entire movie. And I loved it. So there's like, I would argue 20 needle drops in this movie. Yeah. I wonder if the way they did it, it was just like almost too cute to where it was annoying. I think it was a little too much because there were, there were certain scenes where it was 
just um it was just it was just a little too much i enjoyed like especially in the very end when you've got the music blasting and it's over the speakers and all that i did i dig that like that's cool um i'm a fan of those types of needle drops whenever it's a part of the actual story the movie you know i mean it got to the point though the phone's messed up and we're just recycling through hits and that's when i think i was just like okay you're, we're just doing it to just do it at this point. And that and that's where I'm like, yeah, it's just a little too much. I, I enjoyed it. They went for it. Um, I did think that there were moments like that where it, it was elevated. It did elevate a little bit, but just I think they went just a little past the line. I think they should have. Well, I'm giving it the, the movie as a whole. It's a it's a light two and a half out of five. <sighs> Alive. I mean, if Hemsworth didn't deliver, it it would have been a, like a two star for me. I don't mind Miles Teller. I think he's fine. Journey's good, but it was just too predictable. Yeah, true. I would agree with that for sure. Look good though. I mean the the setting, uh, the interiors. It was kind of interesting, but I love like we get some beach vibes too. You know. Oh yeah, I'd live there. I, uh, I I would consider it. <laughs> I don't know if I need to kill anyone to get there, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd spend a week there if it wasn't like a penitentiary. <laughs> All right, so numero two on our picks. It's uh, another Netflix <laughs> uh, pick, which is, again, humorous because we rip Netflix nonstop. <laughs> it's uh, Stranger Things Volume 4 Season 2. Maybe a cheat because just, was it last month? Mm-hmm. Uh, volume one came out and it was no it couldn't have been it had to have been May because we didn't do June so twice in the past three months I've done Stranger Things but season four volume one was so freaking good mm. I can't I can't not put volume two on there two episodes make up this volume compared to season I keep saying season one compared to seven in volume one uh, take a shot if you're confused right now <laughs> there's not a lot of episodes in this volume but episode eight, uh, they say it's just under 90 minutes. Episode um, nine, which is the season four finale, clocks in at two and a half hours. Loves. That's like a, a full-blown feature film. Uh, we it's talked great. About, I can't wait. I wish they were both. Like I wish that episode eight was at least two hours. Yeah, that's where, honestly, I'm totally okay with this show taking up that time. Um, and I know I've heard some complaints of, People saying that the new season episodes are too long, longer than they should be. I'm cool with that. Mm. I'm okay. I don't think it's so. It's telling at all. a great story. And so if it now if it's crap, then yeah, they should be as short as 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 they can be. But um now here's the thing too. Uh like you said, I would argue this season of Stranger Things best so far. The best of the show. Yes, I, I think so. Um, I'm very hyped for this. I can't wait for it, even though it's just two episodes. I'm planning on binging, doing exactly what you and your wife, Lexi, did, ordering some some dominoes, sitting down on a Friday night, and literally binging through it. Are you going to break it up, or are you going to binge it in one sitting? I would imagine Friday night we do episode eight. Saturday night we, we dive in and do the final episode. I couldn't they broken this up and maybe like do three for the fun? <laughs> and that's another thing I've been wondering. Like, is it a story that require it, it must require it? Now, it is interesting though, because one of the actors, um, the actor who plays Eddie in this, he describes the one hour, or actually, he describes the entire finale as complete carnage, total carnage. But he said there's one hour where it does not stop. It's nonstop. It's just like you're on the edge of your seat. He's like, I don't understand how they did it, but they did it. And I'm like, that gets me so incredibly hyped. We know there's going to be deaths because one of the actors was on Jimmy Fallon or something. And he, he mentioned it. He specifically said deaths. And we talked about this last time. Who, who it could, who it could be? I, you know, what I overlooked. I was thinking the main kids, Hopper, Joyce. We have Matthew Modine's back in this season as Doctor Brenner. He's gone. He's got to be one of those deaths. Uh, another option with that's not going to ruin a lot of people's lives is Murray. 
he's an easy one to kill. I feel like, right? And, and you're not gonna you're not gonna upset too many people. I do think, I think of the main like kids, Jonathan and Steve, got to be oh yeah top of the list of of goners. You're not gonna kill the main four. You're not killing eleven Hopper or Joyce. I don't, I don't think, think you kill so. Nancy either. But I don't, then again, I don't know. Like we are left on that huge cliffhanger. I'm like, you know, if they went that direction, that would be a really cool way to, you know, the whole justice for Barb. <laughs> oh no. I think it's gotta be, I feel like you have to kill Steve Jonathan, one of those two, because you have to how do you wrap up the Nancy like who who will will she won't she with you know either of them one of them's gonna have to like bite the bullet basically and they haven't done anything with jonathan this season like he's really not done anything and i think he would sacrifice himself to save will true yeah that you know what if he sacrifices himself to save will and then Steve sacrifices himself to save Nancy. <laughs> and she just is lonely for the rest of her life. I was going to say, she's such a tormented character that far. Have you? At that point in her life. Have we talked about, too, if if you end up, if she's got to end up with either Steve or Jonathan, who would you rather her be with? Because I like her with Steve. I just think it's yeah. better. It's a better fit. I, I like her with, here's the thing. I liked her with Steve. Or uh, Hold on. I did not like her with Steve in the very beginning. I'm like, man, he's a jerk. But now I'm like, now I kind of like them together. But I also am like, eh, I don't know if she should go back. I think she should be with someone else. Like Hopper. And maybe. who? Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or like Murray. Dr. Brenner. Oh, yeah, or Murray. Uh, but Plot twist. Yeah, that, that would actually be. Actually, I could see that weirdly working out. Because that you've would got be this, heinous. That guy's like fifty-seven. That's that's so true. <laughs> uh, not a good idea, but it would be a massive twist, and that would be the death of all of our sanity. Can I also uh, say too, justice for Barb? I, I told my wife that that was a thing in season one. She sucks. Barb sucks, man. Who cares about that character? I've always been confused by that because I'm like, I don't get. I and I'm being serious. What it's literally, it's a question I'm opening up. Why, like, I'm on the same boat. Who cares about freaking Barb? And she was just like, and it happened so early on that people weren't expecting deaths in the show. Like, I don't get, I don't have such a hard time wrapping my mind around that. Yeah, I don't get it either. She never left an impression on me. I mean, she was fine, but it's not like we were with her for five seasons and she died for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say it's the whole justice for Han type situation. Where in that, in the Fast and Furious Han, it looks like he's wiped out. And it's like, wait, what? The person who did this is still, he's like now become a good guy. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Yeah, they, sh- they should have never brought him back. Because that just r- ruined the death in general. Yeah. Because it was, I actually think that was a good death. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, was, yeah. <laughs> so what's your number two? Is it Stranger Things? Surprisingly, it is not. Is it uh, my, the one the wild card? I was going to say is the new Jack White, which like Stranger Things, Jack White put out an album a couple months ago and now has a new one. That's right. I was actually listening to it this past weekend, and um, it was uh, I'm, it's not as good as the other, um, but I enjoy parts of it, not all of it. Uh, however. Uh, that's why I can't go with Jack White's new album. Did that come out in July or was it June? Uh, uh, so his other one came out in, uh, ooh, I think it was May. I think that was May. Yeah. yeah, Fear of the Dawn. But then this new album's coming out in July. However, um, that's not on, that's not my number two, Stranger Things, although I'm very excited for that. That is not on my number two. I'd say Stranger Things, vol- season four, volume two, makes my runner up list. Uh, but instead, I have to go with, I'm excited to see where he takes this, but Thor Love and Thunder, mm. July 8th, I want to see how in the world we're able to get the Jane storyline, not just bringing her back, but do we find out like how she got these powers? Are we going to, 
wrap up also the backstory because in the comics, you know, she has cancer and that um, every time she uses the powers, it actually, the, the cancer becomes worse for her. And so are we getting that in this movie? Are we... Mm. I don't know. Are they connecting her and Thor? There's a lot to this that I am just really excited to see where does Taika Waititi go here? And then on top of that, I've heard that, you know, we just got the first reactions of people leaving uh, the the early screenings and it's getting like high praise, high love. Um, But it's coming out with like some problems. They're saying that there are some problems with the movie. Um, And I've stayed away. I try to keep it as spoiler free as possible. Um, But I also know that there's another part of this story and it's God or Gore, the God butcher. And it's like, how are they going to incorporate him at the same time that we've got Jane um, and she's coming back and she's coming back in this way. I, I'm just worried about there being so much happening, but maybe this is, maybe this sets up this whole next phase that Kevin Feige is saying that the picture will become clear of where we're going uh, in the MCU. So I'm hoping that we're starting to see more of that. And I've also heard that the post credits uh, are, are great as well with this movie. I do have concerns about one the tone. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, how do you juggle Thor, Thor, and Ga, uh, Gore? Yeah. Because I I just, I they tend to overlook the villain a lot of the times, and I feel like we're not going to get a ton of Christian Bale, which is a bummer. Yeah. But he would be probably the most, in, I don't know, I'm really excited to see Jane again. Yeah. I just, I don't know how they're going to do that story and if they're going to follow the comics or not. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you could do the cancer story and she was exposed to something because we haven't seen her since uh, the dark, dark world. Yeah. And remember, she's like consumed by um, whatever that was. Yeah. One of the one of the basically the stones. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that that exposure gave her cancer, maybe or something. I don't know. We'll see uh, how they do it. But I mean, I'm just worried it's going to be a gag fest. Yeah. And that I am worried that they're going to just yuck it up. But I don't know. I just I hope I'm I'm holding out so much hope for this movie. And um, I'm surprised, too, because this was fairly high on your uh, your summer picks list. mm -hmm. And now it's your July picks. I feel like usually I'm the one that's just like got my head in the MCU's rectum. Oh, and now it's you know it's you. Well, uh, it's, I, I I am I am excited for this. It's weird because like I also um, I'm excited for it, but I also am approaching it with so much hesitation. You know, and I think it's just because uh, I love I love multiverse of madness, but the other movies have just been okay. Um, and then even the TV shows, I'm wondering if we're getting so overexposed, it's causing this eh factor, you know? It is definitely a possibility. Um, so my number one should be, I would say, pretty obvious. Uh, it's the new horror film by writer-director Jordan Peele. It's called Nope. comes out in theaters July 22nd. Now, there's a vague plot outline Online, which I'll skip for now. Why did I say? Did I say outline online? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I literally don't know what I just said, but uh, <laughs> I think that that's right. I'm not wrong. Uh, I'll, I'll, I haven't. I'll skip that for now. But I will admit that before the black phone, we got the final trailer for this, and I broke down and I, I just watched it. Oh, Usually, boy. I, I put my head down. So now uh, I watched it. And the new stuff definitely feels a little lighter in tone, oh. I think, compared to Peel's Get Out and Us. This feels, from the trailer, like a big event blockbuster type film, which is, I think, perfect oh. for this big July release date. Interesting. Definitely feels less horror than uh, I would have gathered from, from the original teaser. Oh, so I don't know okay. if that's a marketing thing. I don't know if it maybe is less horror, more other genre that you are somehow still in the dark about. 
I say that as a good thing. I, I don't. What I watched didn't turn me off. It's just I feel like this could be a potentially like a a, a really big movie with audiences. Well, I know his other two movies have been like huge, you know. And Get Out's pretty dark. I think Us is a very, it's a horror film. This feels like it could be a pretty solid mashup of several genres. I get, man, I want to say there's a vibe I get to it, a filmmaker. I I want to say who, but I'm afraid it's going to really kind of give away some of the plot. Just because you might gather and go, oh, they've, they did some of these big blockbusters that dealt with blank. Oh. And I, I'm afraid to do it. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I won't do it, but I want it. Because I, I still don't know. I did. It's funny. I was scrolling um, for work and I had to put something on YouTube. And one of the top video suggestions, it's like, watch Nope, this new trailer. I'm like, no, absolutely not. I refuse to do it. Now, we know with Peel, there's always layers to his stories. So mm-hmm. it could be, we think it's one thing. And then we're six layers deep and we're like, oh, this is what it's really about. Yeah. I fully expect that with this. Um, but I know with the marketing, they're not shying away from one big thing. Yeah. Which makes me believe uh, that is sets up the story and it's not really about what we think it is. So we'll see. Super stoked. If this isn't your number one, I'll be shocked. It 100% is. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say no. And I was like, (laughs) nope to nope. Uh, No, this is 100%. I cannot get any more excited for any other movie. I'm trying to keep my expectations in check, though, because I don't know what has helped. Honestly, I do think this has helped me not seeing anything at all, not watching anything, at least intentionally. And I'm hoping that's going to be a good thing. But I, as it gets closer, no joke. I, you know, someone at work today asked me like, oh, wow, like it's almost July. I'm like, yeah, one day closer to nope. And that, that's how I'm looking at life right now. <laughs> we are one day closer to nope. There's life before nope. There's life after <laughs> nope. I just, um, yeah, it's Jordan Peele. We've also got the reteaming with him and Daniel Kaluuya in this film. I'm so excited to see the direction they go, especially because recently I was uh, reading about uh, Daniel's, um, his role in Judas and the Black Messiah, how he prepared for that and kind of how his career has gone since originally starring in Jordan Peele's first film, Get Out. And I just... I'm also fascinated with Stephen Young's character in this. I don't know anything about it. I have seen one image with him. And then Kiki Palmer. I'm, you know, I don't know a lot about Kiki's performances, but this gets me really excited because there's something that Peel has done in the last two movies with his actors that we walk away and we are stunned. Like I was stunned by Kaluuya's performance in Get Out love i enjoyed the ride with the other characters and then in us i mean lapita nyong'o's performance is just so incredible like she should have been nominated for that role yeah they're all good and winston's fantastic oh yeah i gotta rewatch those i know like, I gotta... and that's part of the the excitement of leading up to nope is getting to rewatch those movies in anticipation getting to rewatch the masterpiece known as us and I wonder where this will fall. You know, we watch yeah. this two or three times. Where does it land in our rankings? It's going to be exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. the little things in life that get me excited, <laughs> and that includes ranking pop culture, because why not? We like to rank, even 100%. though you could argue that is maybe the dumbest thing imaginable. <laughs> so that's your number one. We both had, we had two of the, two of the, thir- two of three, and, uh, Almost, we almost had uh, the the exact same list first time, uh, but I think this was the first time we got that close, though, right? Probably. I mean, we usually, I, as we've done this more and more, I try to obviously pick things that I'm excited for, but look outside the box, and this was just a month where I couldn't really do that. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, honestly, that like you brought up, there were a few other options that were close. But like after listening to like one song of from Jack or two songs from Jack White's album, I can't I can't pick that over these these items. I'm going predictable. I'm as predictable as Spiderhead. 
Good lord. Now the one that Oof. there was one kind of on the edge, and it was BJ Novak's new film, Vengeance. Have you seen the trailer for that? I he's, haven't. He's I, doing I, a podcast on a girl that supposedly died of a opioid overdose, and then his family, or at least one member, is convinced that she was murdered, and he just is in Texas, just like following this thing that may or may not be th- uh, an actual thing. I've heard about this, and I am very intrigued by it, but I don't. I'm not seeing the trailer because I saw that because it came out like Friday or over the weekend, right? You know, I you know, as I was doing my picks today, I, I looked it up because that's coming up, I believe, at the very end of the month. Okay. So that was. I feel like the trailer came out a little bit ago, but maybe not. Um, but that was kind of that was like on the outer tier of possibly being in there. But then I thought about. Gosling and Chris Evans and yeah. you know, a shirtless Ryan Gosling. Oh. And then Ana de Armas. She's just so good and fantastic and everything. And uh, she would make a, I mean, her and Chris Evans would, that would be a dynamite couple. Just throwing that out there. Oh, yeah. You know, they would be, that's a hot couple right there, right? Yeah. Is, is Chris in a relationship with anyone? I don't know. Well, apparently he will be after listening to this episode. If he hasn't figured out that he could potentially date her, uh, he has now, and he might try it. I don't know. We might have just <laughs> opened his eyes up a little bit. Let's hope so. But she this... could be with someone, too. Who knows? I don't know. And since, right. since Ben Affleck, I don't know what she's doing. Oh, right. Remember when she dated him, which I'm yeah. convinced was just PR for uh, Deep Water? Have you thought about Deep Water at all since watching that? Sadly, I haven't. <laughs> oh, really? I, every once in a while, I think about it. Because I'm on uh, Hulu a lot. I think that's why, and they're always plugging it. I uh, Yeah, no, I, I, I haven't. I, I know someone uh, was asking about it recently. I'm like, no, I, uh, I don't think I'll return to it anytime soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, I kind of enjoyed it. but yeah, it, it was bad. I, I, I actually like that more than I think a lot of people. But, you know, yeah. I'm a huge Ben Affleck stan, so. I'm all about it. All right, so you want to do Rotten Tomatoes picks? I am ready. We are going to do, like we did uh, for the first half of the year, it was January through June. I won that one. That we're, We haven't even Landslide. locked in. We haven't even locked in two movies, and I won it. So you're going to have to you're gonna have to buckle down. Now, we're doing a couple things differently. This is July through December. Mm-hmm. We're going to do something where a random movie every month is worth two points. So whoever gets that gets an extra point. And then we're also doing, if you get it spot on, exactly, which we have done in the past, it's three points. So we have possibility for more points than ever before. Uh, July, we're doing six movies. We got Thor, Love, and Thunder. We have Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank. (laughs) We have Where the Crawdads Sing. We have the Gray Man. We have DC League of Super Pets, and then we have obviously have Jordan Peele's Nope. We're gonna make our predictions first, and then I have all of the movies randomly placed in an order, and you're gonna pick a number, whatever number that is. I'll tell you what the movie is after we made our picks, and that's the one worth two points. We'll keep it. Uh, we'll keep it a secret until the end, so it doesn't sway what we predict. And because I won the first the first half game, uh, I'm gonna make you make the first prediction, which we're gonna do. Pause of Fury, the Legend of Hank, which we oh. got a trailer. Weirdly enough, before a film recently, that wasn't a kids movie. I don't. It maybe I don't even know what it was. It wasn't a kid's movie that we went and saw. It wasn't like an adult movie. But we got this trailer, and it looks terrible. Yeah. Um, it's like Paramount slash Nickelodeon. It has a decent cast. I mean, it's got like Michael Sarah in it, but I, I mean, I'm a 37-year-old man. This is not for me. <laughs> and I'll say, as in previous months, there's half of these movies I have no idea what to guess. They could be... I have no idea. So it's going to be a crapshoot. So we're starting with Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Have you seen the trailer for this, first of all? Sadly, yes. Yeah. What was it before? I, I don't 
I don't even know. Like it would make sense if it were in front of uh, yeah, light year, but it I no, I don't this was, think this was so. like 3 months I saw it. I, I really think it was like Jurassic World to be honest. Now that I think of it. Man, I I'm, I'm looking at my past purchases. You know, it might have been before Doctor Strange. Huh. Or or Secrets of Dumbledore. It was one of these recent ones because it wasn't Ambulance. It wasn't The Northman. It had to. Yeah, it had to have been. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying we got the trailer and it was strange that we got it before whatever it was that we were huh. watching. And yeah. the reaction was just like, what is this? It's just like a rip of the Kung Fu Panda or something. Anyway. It is. I um, thought it was a sequel, to be honest. Yeah, or like connected in the same universe. It looks terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think? Same as you. I mean, it's not meant for me. I don't know where to even begin with this. <laughs> but I wrote down a number because I'm like, I, here's the thing. My reasoning behind this and why I went with the number that I did is that it's a movie for kids. So hopefully, sure. hopefully there's something there, a takeaway. That they're able that they'll be able to walk away from this. I mean, kids are and, stupid; they'll watch anything. So, well, and like I'm, that was the, a joke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> with critics too, I could I could see them saying, uh, "Okay, well, we can see it for what it is." And um, but it mm, it just looks so. I I don't have any faith in it, and so I've got I've got my number pinned down, and I'm gonna go. With 55%. Oh, my goodness. I thought I low-balled it. I did 57%. Oh! See, I I just... I... It's like middle of the road, and I just feel like this movie will could be really low, uh, could be really high. The thing is, Kung Fu Pandas have done decent. Um, Kung Fu Panda... Uh, there are three of those movies. The first one got 87%. The second one got 80%. And there's a third one got higher than that at 86%. So critics love these those movies, but this also is a different story. I mean, I would have never in a million years thought the bad guys, which came out a month ago or whatever, that looked bad too. And that was 88%. Yeah. I mean, that was high. So who so knows? What, once again, I think that the critics will say, all right, well, this is an animated movie. It's made for kids. So let's grade it on that scale. But I'm going with the fact that there may be something so heinous in this. <laughs> it makes those critics mad. And that's what I need to happen. Yeah, At least for uh, this, this Rotten Tomatoes game. It just, I, we, we don't need to spend any more time on this, but I, I just don't think it looks good anyway. Uh, let's do Where the Crawdads Sing next. Mm. Would you like me to go? Well, you want to alternate? I'll go first on this one. Yeah, yeah. Make it, well, you know, we're starting fresh. I don't know anything about this. I, I think it's based off a book. I feel like it I've is. read it's based off a controversial book, whatever that means. Oh. I have no idea what the plot is. I saw the trailer, uh, and I couldn't tell you anything about it, it's, except for it's got Daisy Edgar Jones in it, I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say 77%. And that's <laughs> and that's with like a shrug emoji next to it. <laughs> um, I know it's a New York Times bestseller. It has. Uh, I kept hearing leading up to it whenever it was first announced. I'm like, I wonder what it is. Like, it sounds like it could be cool. And then the trailer came out. You've seen the trailer, right? Yeah, I I, I don't know what's. I watched the trailer. And I I literally have no clue what it's about. And I'm like, because. Based on what I heard leading up to it and that it's based on a book, I'm like, all right, sounds like it could be like peanut butter falcon mixed with uh, like mud or, you know, something like that. And then trailer come, or, or uh, Gone Girl, something along the lines of, you know, mystery, but, you know, yeah, I think country. it's like a murder mystery or something. Yeah. The trailer does not intrigue me at all. Like it, that actually took my level of excitement down for it. So much so that I'm guessing lower than you at 70%. Ooh, not too much. And it's not now. it's not based on my yeah, true. It's not based on like my excitement, that number. But I'm thinking like overall, this doesn't look like an awards movie. And I kept hearing whenever it was announced, it's like, oh, this could be an awards contender. This does not look like that. This does not look 
like any kind of um, movie that's going to cause critics to to praise it for it. If anything, I think they'll end up uh, throwing more shade at this. But um, I, I think that, you know, it'll be a knockoff type movie or uh, critics may say it's a knockoff of Gone Girl or something like that. Hmm. But uh, I, I mean, I hope it's good. I hope I'm wrong about it. But yeah, I'm just, I'm going to say a flat 70%. Mm. Now, this is the follow-up for director Olivia Newman. She's only done one other film, First Match, which came out on Netflix that had Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. It was that wrestling movie. I don't oh, know if you ever saw it. It was I haven't. It was just okay. I didn't, I didn't love it, but... I, I mean, there's no there's no way to grade or you know, look at a body of work and 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 predict what this could be because there's just not there's only one one thing. Super hard to guess hmm. that one. Um, let's do DC League of Super Pets <laughs> next, which is another kids oh. animated film. I wow. would say this looks. It's not something I would go see even though I like DC a lot. But this looks like a better movie than Pause of Fury. True, but not much. Oh! Yeah. I I really think, I really do think that um, if this were released on like HBO, not a, like, I, I think it would be great. I really, I really do think the closer we get, this movie should have been an HBO Max release, to be honest. Man. Um, but uh, once again, this is all about um, what critics will think. And I think they're going to grade this a little harsher because we've got so many big names. you got Kevin Hart uh, teaming up with his best pal um, in cinema, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We've got so many others. Ke- and Keanu Reeves is Batman. I think with that mixed in with um, there is a little bit of me asking, like, well, why, why are we getting this movie? Like, it seems kind of cool, um, but it just, ew, I, I, I will see this, but mm, I just don't know for a score overall, and that's why I got to give it a sixty-five percent. Goodness, I'm doing eighty-four. Oh, I think I think. Uh, what'd you say, sixty-four? Uh, uh, sixty-five. Sixty-five. I think you just swish it up on me. But, uh, yeah, I think I this to, could be... I'm not going to see this in theaters, but I, I could see myself watching this on HBO Max. I need I need this to end up going, um, going closer to that. For example, like Minions, uh, that's coming oh. out uh, this would, weekend. We, we, we can't do that one, sadly, because there's already a bunch of reviews, but... True. That looks like trash too. And it's got a 70%. And those movies are like so so. That's why I'm like, eh, I'll say DC League of Super Pets. Let's go 65. Okay, 65. And you said 80? I said Four? 84. What? Yeah, I think people are gonna like it. I think they're gonna have fun with it. Whew. All right, so we got Thor Love and Thunder, the gray man. Let's save nope for last. Which, uh, you want to do Thor or Gray Man next? Let's do Thor. Thor Love and Thunder, the follow-up to Thor Ragnarok, which had 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. I looked that up today, and I was super shocked. I was like, why was that Mm. high? 93. The first one had 77. Thor The Dark World was 66%. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this is... Well received, like Ragnarok, but not as high. I think mm-hmm. uh, I've seen some critiques that it's not as fresh as Ragnarok. It's uh, goofy, it's fun. Um, so if you liked Ragnarok, you probably like this. I'm going to say 86. percent Okay, this is going to be interesting because I had the same thoughts that you did, uh, and I heard that most people praised it, but also had some minor issues with it. But I'm going to go with the flat 90%. Yeah, I mean, people are going to, they're going to be into it. And I too was surprised to see that Ragnarok got 93%. That's a huge, I mean, that that's big. Um, I think that's I so think, high though, because people were not, 
they were kind of soft on the first two Thor. So when you mm-hmm. radically shift and do something different, uh, you're more likely to praise it. And then mm-hmm. when you do that again, it's not going to seem as fresh. So sure. there is going to be a little bit of drop off. Sure. Um, I don't think much, but I do. I do expect it to hold a pretty high score overall. I think people will really be into Chris Hemsworth, but which he's going to show off in this one, especially if you go to IMAX, you're going to have big oh, yeah. Hemsworth cheeks on the big screen. And I'm sure they look great. That's hilarious. I know I'm going to get my face full of Hemsworth, but <laughs> you're, going, you're going face deep in those cheeks. <laughs> so the gray man, uh, we talked about Russo brothers. They did winter soldier, 90% civil war, 90% Infinity War, 85%, Endgame, 94%. And then they step away from the MCU. They do Cherry, which is like a drama. It's at 37%. Oh, wow. So now we're getting not back into the MCU, but we're doing, I would say, more crowd-pleasing action, which they have done mm-hmm. and done well. What do you think about The Gray Man? So... I also took into consideration it being Netflix and oh, what good Lord, I know what we've got. And I know it's not, um, I know it's not as and like an identical comparison. I can't really use this as a way to say, okay, well, it's Russo Brothers because Russo Brothers had written and produced Extraction, but Extraction got sixty-seven percent. I think that movie looks a little more stylistic, but. Because we're getting Gosling, we're getting Chris Evans, we get kind of like this throwback. Typically, those action movies on Netflix have not scored very well. So it brings down that score for me, the high 90s, all that stuff for the Russo brothers. The Netflix average bringing that down to, for me, a 72%. Golly. I did 74%. Oh. Good grief. This is going to be tough. Um. Yeah, Man, I don't what know. I, I it's seventy three. Well, there's a push. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we're tight. We're tight on. We're tight on this and Thor, and uh, and actually, Pasa Fury were two off. Good grief! The same. That's so funny. I think what's going to come down to this month is going to be whatever that random movie that is worth two points. I also want to remind everyone we are not talking about what we're like our scores at all we're not giving any hints whatsoever so we're coming in blind in terms of what you're going to pick what i'm going to pick so that makes this even more hilarious and fun but it makes me really curious what you're going to choose for the final film yeah jordan peele's nope so get out 98 percent. that was his debut well received to mm-hmm. say to say the least us, 93%. I thought Us was maybe in the mid-80s, higher mm-hmm. than I expected. I don't expect much of a drop-off with no. Am I going first on this one? Is it my turn? Yeah. I will say it's going to be the lowest of the three so far. I'm locking in 90%. No freaking way. <laughs> Did you do 90? I have 90% too. <laughs> Because I thought there'll be a little bit of a drop, but it's not going to be much. And goodness We've done this before. And because I was decimating you, I made you adjust it. You went went to 91 or 89. Um, I say we both have the opportunity to change. Okay. It's a strategy, but I'm going to make you change first because I won. Okay, well, I, I will go up by one and say 91%. 91. Hmm. I'm kind I'm, of screwing myself here. Yeah, I, you always go up. I feel, I feel like you frequently always go up, and that is not a smart move. <laughs> because it's with this, you're only, you have a, a 9% bridge, you know, between yeah. 91 and 100 versus 89 and below, and you've got yeah. it. So do you want to keep 91%? Ideally, I should actually be the one changing because it's a better strategy. Well, unless you want to change. No, I'm keeping keeping 90 no matter what. Okay, I'll stick with 91. 
Um, I think it's a bad idea, but I'm going to gamble. I don't know, though, because he's got a track record of being of making things that are really well received. Yeah. I don't expect that to necessarily change unless he goes. He has an idea that's just too big and it just doesn't work. But I I don't know if I see that. I think people are still going to be into it. I think he's smart enough that if he does go big, which I do feel like this is a bigger movie than the first two Mm -hmm. in scope and story and what you can do with it, um, I still feel like he's smart enough to pull it off. I'm telling you, there's major blank vibes for this of a filmmaker. I won't say who, but I... When we watch it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll obviously tell you. It's okay. Cause yeah, it I'm, could be totally different. Obviously, when we watch the movie, than what the trailer shows. But I'm, I'm very curious now, but I also don't want to know. Like the, I'm trying to go in as unbiased uh, as possible with seeing anything, and it's tough. It's been so tough, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my, my darndest. Man, okay. So we have the six movies I, again, have ranked, not ranked them, but put them in a random order. And you're just going to give me a number between one and six. Whichever one is that number, I'll reveal it. And that's the one that's going to be worth two points for the month of July, which could help or hurt one of us come December. We, that, could, that, could, that one point could seal the deal. I need all the help I can get. So, so, number between one and six, what are you picking? You're just going to, I can send you the screenshot. It was made at 524 on June 27th. And know that I'm not cheating. I'm going to say, middle of the road here, three. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Great. It's going to be no. It, well, it's not no. Uh, number three on the list that I put, DC League of Super Pets, oh! <laughs> which is actually kind of fun because we have about a twenty five percent or about a twenty percent gap in That's between predictions. Hilarious. So I need that to do well. I need that to tank. You need that. To, you need that. But I'm at eighty four. I feel like you have a better chance. Problem. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like that's going to do well. So that's going to be worth two points. I just hope you, like, I hope it was close for a while in, in the, you know, the first half of 2022. Uh, and then it just got out of hand. But I hope this is one that we, you know, for the entire year, we're just in it. You yeah. Know, it's neck and neck. And it comes yeah. down to picks in December. I hope so, too. I hope, I really do, because I don't need a blowout. Last time, this, this last blowout hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we're not even playing for anything. And that's that's the sad part. We need to play for something. We need somebody to yeah to donate. I don't know, thirty dollars, and we'll play for thirty bucks. Because we we used to do it with our own cash, and we were just blowing our our savings. Yeah, it was it was rough. Um, I will say it's fun because I went back and looked at um, the movies that came out uh, this past weekend. And I felt pretty good about it. If only I had better luck like that because um, I am one away from Elvis or I would have won that. Mm-hmm. And I was one away from the black phone and oh. I would have won that. So I, I, if I hit both of those exactly, oh, man. Yeah. That could have. And that's I, why I, that's I, why that I said on the last one, we, we locked in three picks of June, the last episode. You, you just needed one of those. If you would have just gotten one one more, I know. if you would have swept it, I think I got, I ended up getting Jurassic World or whatever. Yeah. But if you would have swept it, which was possible if you had gotten Jurassic World, you would have won. So freaking close. So close. But we also changed the rules because you were not going to win June and we <laughs> altered them last minute so you could still be in it. Yeah. Uh, so that would have tainted your legacy probably forever. But it, it would have been what I was remembered for failing now you haven't seen elvis or the black phone right not yet i want to i want to so bad um i've just been you know with uh this past week in the wedding it's been a busy um weekend i haven't even seen the new boys episode hero gasm i'm gonna watch it tonight though i uh i enjoyed it man it's a a fun (sighs) show so pumped so freaking pumped 
I'm also pumped for minions coming out this week. <laughs> that looks so bad. <laughs> that but, looks so bad. But thank God it's coming out so we can stop getting trailers for it. Cause yeah, I just want to bash my head against the wall every time that comes up. <laughs> All I can say is we are one day closer. No, we are. We're an instant closer. We're we're one day closer to October and Halloween. That's oh, I'm looking that yeah. far ahead. I'm looking forward to just the month of October because I wanna I wanna binge horror stuff again. Yeah, and it just feels be... right. You know, it feels right when you do it in in the fall. Man, we're broke. So we're broken cool. records. We talk about the same crap on every uh, episode that we do. <laughs> but that's what I, we love. It's what we love. I can't control that. I'm sorry. Well, I'm I'm getting pumped for that too. I'm definitely gonna get in the spirit by watching some Jordan Peele though. Yeah, cannot wait. Well, film fans and pop culture fans, thanks for joining us on this episode of Quality Check Podcast. We'll leave you with these remaining thoughts. Until next time, keep watching.